Hello and welcome back to the Dope Girls Detroit podcast. Today we have a special guest and her name, I'll let her introduce herself, <laughs> but her name is Janelle and she is one of the nicest. I don't even know what the title is, so I'm going to let her introduce herself, but she's oh. one of my girls that I love from one of the... I think Detroit's number one dispensaries and one of my favorites. So with that being said, I will let Miss Janelle introduce herself. Okay. Um, my name is Janelle P. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a butt tender. That's okay. the title. So I'm a butt tender at House of Dank. And um, thank you for having me here. Okay. It's so cool. I was looking for I was nervous. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to do this because Danielle is my girl. Uh, we nice. ready. We ready. And, and I'm sorry. And with us today, we have the usual dope girls starting with Alex Monet, Amir, and Allison, and Janelle. So, with that being said, we look forward to having a good uh, conversation about life, uh, just about the marijuana business and about just killing the stereotypes and working in that environment and being a mom and how all that works. So with that, we already started (laughs) questions before the podcast started. Janelle, how did you get into (laughs) bartending? Let's see. So actually I was uh, a med tech at like a nursing home or whatever. And the owner's aunt, we used to work there too. Mm-hmm. And she, they opened up a strip club called Truth. And she was like, you are so pretty. You should come work at Truth. And I was like, no, I don't dance. You know, that's not my <laughs> style. So she was like, a couple months later, she was like, we opened up. I mean, you want to come work at the dispensary? And I'm like, what dispensary? And she was like, how's the dink? And my mouth dropped. I'm like, what? I'm like, hey, yes, ma'am. I'll take the job. And I just started working there. And to be honest, I didn't even smoke. Really? I didn't even smoke. Oh, really? Before you started? No. I mean, I smoked, but not like that. Like, now I'm, like, so far gone. But, like, I barely used to smoke. It was, like, not even my thing. Mm -hmm. And my parents was like, you work where? Are you out of your mind? Like, girl, you need to stop working there. So, they so hating on your hustle. Were they, were they like really against it or they just thought like, what is this? Because I know House of Dank were, that was one of the first dispensaries right. to kind of get started. So it was kind of new. Yeah. You know. No, my, my dad is just like, he just, he's, he's not against, he used to be in the streets and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like me, I was like just totally a college girl. I was so quiet. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? they like. Girl, you must be crazy. You cannot work there. What you gonna tell your grandma? Like, oh no. So I'm like, well, you know, it's just a small little thing. I, I downplayed it for a minute. So my daddy, being him, he like looked all up on the internet. He done found out all the rappers coming there. He's like, oh, I see what you're doing. He's like, go ahead, make that money. I see what you're doing. But so then it just it all worked out. It all worked out nicely. So I know you said um, they offered. You they you got offered to work in a strip club first, and then yeah. they said um, to work in a dispensary. So, do you think they hire a certain type of female to be a bud tender? Like it's a yeah, it's like a it's like a criteria. It's like yeah. an unspoken right. thing because you like can feel it when you walk yeah. in right now. Yeah, you can tell it's unspoken, but it's definitely they don't care really what you know you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we start because they think like we can teach anybody anything you know what i'm saying yeah. but it is a certain type if of you got the look yeah you can sell this sell a little you gotta more. know how to what they care about is you gotta know how to talk to people you know what i'm saying Customer everybody service. is not good with with dealing with people yeah. period so it's just like they look for that 
and like, okay, she cute. Okay, let's pull her up on Instagram. <laughs> like, that's how it kind of how it go, to be honest. But they are really, they make sure you know what you got to know. You know, they are really nice people to work for. But okay, it's a certain cool. type of Looking thing, real. you know. So has anybody ever, as far as customers, like have, because there is a certain type of aesthetic when you walk in, has exactly. anybody ever, you know, kind of tried you or like, Trying to, you know. What do you mean, tried you? Like, yeah. hit on her? Like, yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Like, Negroes or like make, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, yeah. Like, me too. I think I'm more, um, I don't know. I talk a lot, you mm-hmm. know, no matter what. Don't mm-hmm. I just talk? So, it's Ain't like, guys take it another way, you know. And I yeah. sound like, hold up. This ain't really. I'm, I'm just making a conversation, sales. trying to get a tip. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you get tips? Tip yeah, yeah we get tips. Oh, yeah, okay. we get. See, I didn't yeah, know that. So, nice it's like a bar. But for it's like me, a bar. Literally, it's like I've a bar. I've never been in there. It's I'm just like a bar. Tinder. It's good. It's like the music, the atmosphere. It's just like a club. It's a whole vibe. It is. How long did it take you to learn the information that you know? Like, does it require, like, a lot of. Yeah, it's like a training you go through. So, the training itself is, like, probably four weeks mm-hmm. four weeks and as you go you learn more and more you know it's just learning the basics okay once you get the basics you can fill it out and do your own thing mm-hmm. so i know you say you didn't smoke when you first started i so smoke what, but not not really so what made you start like once you started working or was it just being <laughs> around it, it was it was <laughs> did you learn more about it was because when i went there i was so out of touch with the lifestyle because mm-hmm. working there it's like i said it's like a club you know we we out we drinking we smoke and i was so out of touch with it so i'm like i might be lame you know i started thinking so i just started hanging out with them more and then i just started smoking more and then i started training so i started thinking like how much sell these people this stuff i don't even know what i'm talking about right mm-hmm. i gotta get into it i gotta know what i'm talking about and then i just was like okay and then i have a lot of anxiety and stuff so the I started like, oh, okay, I could do that, you know, instead of popping pills. I'm sure it does help with having to deal with customers, like, especially because if it's a certain aesthetic, you know, they're looking at you a certain kind of way. It helps you deal with that a little bit more. Exactly. To be a little, yes, to be hot. (laughs) So from being a non-smoker to, like, smoking how you do now, how do you feel, like, as a person? Because, you know, the stereotypes is, oh, people who yeah. smoke are lazy and they don't get things done. And if, you, if you're if you able to, like, step back and look at the Janelle before yeah. House of Dank, how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself more productive or more Actually, confident? I am... I am focused. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I literally am like a chicken with my head cut off. I cannot do one thing. Like, so... Smoking, smoking helped me out a lot. And I don't know why people have these crazy stereotypes. People are drunk. You know what I'm saying? Like, we doing something to literally heal ourselves. And I feel like those stereotypes are more so put on women. Yeah, too. And, yes, because, you know, like, I have a two-year-old. His dad can smoke all the weed in the world, Mm -hmm. you know, get the drunkest, do whatever, doing all type of Mm -hmm. stuff. I smoke a joint. He's like, oh, you a crackhead. How you smoking? You a mama. <laughs> like, word. I'm I'm smoking. I'm still going to church on Sunday. I'm still going to Bible study. And I'm going to work every day. So. Right. Yeah. I feel like that stereotype comes from the most part. Like, people's, for me at least, for your first introduction to weed smokers. Yeah. Like, my first introduction was people around my age, the dudes from the, the neighborhood that really don't have anything going on for themselves. Smoking And weed. they smoke all the time. Because... Yes. The people that we knew that were 
successful and had things outside of that, like even family members, we didn't really, we knew, but they, we never saw that from them. But you know what? Like my father-in-law was like the first productive, yeah, like weed smoker Margaret, that yeah. I knew because it was like. You just smoke. You come in the house. It's just the kids there. It's the little cocktail. And it's just like what? And he like Mike be like, man, my daddy been smoking like all my life. I'm like, oh. And, and then like when my daddy go to work, he you know right. What I'm it's not. It's not a. Yeah. It's not like a a drug. I mean, it's a drug, but it's right. not like you drunk and you can't function. It's not something that's making mm-hmm. that's dysfunctional to you. It's helping you. It's helping you calm down or it's helping you with anxiety it's helping you with that you with know the Ill, with the arthritis you know what i'm saying so it's like you got to educate yourself a lot of ignorance just it's and just you, ignorance you know and can you tell us the difference between the cbd and the th like if you can okay, explain yeah. that okay so the listeners cbd and thc are they counteract off of each other so cbd is a uh, psychoactive it's not psychoactive, I mean. So, therefore, like, it's extracted. People think, like, CBD, oh, I don't want to do that. I ain't trying to get high because it's not THC, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It comes from a cannabis plant, but it's extracted, you know, so it's not the full thing. It's extracted out. So, what CBD does is relaxes you, and literally, you do not feel high, but you know it's just like, ooh. So it's CBD. You know, like, like I just like took a, a I would compare it to like a like a Tylenol and a narco, you know. Mm-hmm. THC being a narco. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a it's just more medicinal than anything. It okay. will not get you high. And it does not show up in your drug test. Okay. People think Good that it know. shows up. It does not show up. You can we have you can get C B D flower. <laughs> they like give me the C B D. Yeah, people like, Oh, I don't I don't I can't have it. I'm a doctor, like that's fine, mm-hmm. and you're a doctor, and you, that's why you're in here, because you know you should not be taking them meds, you know, you're taking right. all them pills, all them opioids. That is crazy. Yeah, I was right. on, like, seven antidepressants before this. Really? Yeah, so it's like, no, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> it's, y'all, well, like, it's I'm crazy. I'm glad you changed. Look, yeah, we, it's we crazy. Add to the opioid crisis out here. I look, know, just that smoke is. smoke a little weed, everybody. Smoke exactly. a little bit of weed like and a little bit of CBD. The world would be a happy place. <laughs> take some CBD every day, you know? <laughs> just take <laughs> a little I'm, I'm bit. Gonna, at least 20 milligrams a day. Just get you some CBD. <laughs> so, so the THC has, like you said, the psychotic effect, effect that, that gets you high, the, right. where you feel the high. So the CBD... Is what patients will use for oil, like arthritis, arthritis or something like that. Arthritis or like, uh, like indigestion, stuff like that, heartburn, stuff like that. Because you can take it, okay. you can actually take it. And like, you can apply it literally to the area. Like you can get some, like, because it's a full spectrum. That's what it's called. So like the, the ointment is a full spectrum. And you can just literally apply. Like you have heartburn. You can just like literally rub it on your Yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Because like it seeps right into your bloodstream. Yeah. So it sleep it seeps right into That's the area. I was thinking about exactly. I was thinking it about adding that to my product line with the with the body butters, like making a Yeah, you uh, should. My best CBD. friend has put it into like Oh yeah. I just haven't found a good supplier. Like Oh yeah. That's I good. have like I'm very particular about where I get certain ingredients from and You should come to House of Dane. Uh-uh, they I have a you. full care line in there, like I a whole see. skincare wow. line. I got you, wow. I got you. Yeah. That's what's Go through your okay. provider. Smart life. Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <my provider. laughs> um, I have a question though. So uh-huh. can you explain the difference? I know in the way it makes me feel, but the difference between indica and sativa Okay. Specifically because I like just in general, like because I bought this um 
facial serum from Ulta. That's my favorite store. That's like my okay. Home Depot. <laughs> and it has sativa in it. And it did wonders for my skin. Like Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like a it's a Kiehl's brand sativa infused with like rose oil. And it did mm-hmm. wonders for my skin. But when I'm smoking, I don't like sativa. I like indica. Okay, because so I like I like to feel high. I don't want to feel relaxed. Like I, I like think I feel like sativa makes you feel high. The indica make me like sativa is an yes. upper. So sativa is gives you more like an initial rush. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Or like if you have really bad anxiety, you should not be like smoking sativa and going driving to Walmart. You <laughs> like you gonna have a heart attack. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like it, it gets your heart pumping. It gives you like an initial rush to do things. Okay. Indica is more relaxing, so it's more for like calming you, keeping you calm, keeping your nerves oh, not indica. bad. Yeah, you know, oh, really? I'm an indica person too. I don't really yes. like sativa. See, I smoke sunshine a, I number have... four. Sometimes when I go to work, I smoke that in the morning because I'm like high, but I don't feel sleepy because mm-hmm, right. I'm I'm in the mood. I'm mm-hmm. smiling, you know. So I smoke that in the morning, but right. I'm not gonna be smoking that getting off work, about to go drive, pick my son up. I, like I have a heart attack. It, it's because <laughs> it, like your it heart ha- is going. It's yeah. like Adderall. <laughs> really? See, I ha- like, it has the opposite effect on me, man. I don't know. It has the opposite effect on me. Or maybe I just didn't really know what it was I had. Or maybe you get some fake. So you can't indica right. wake you, you like, up, Amir? Because the last that I gave you, like, indica. That was an indica. But see, like, that, but that makes me feel, like, high. Like, like the rush, like how she describes the TV, <laughs> that's how that made me feel. Uh, the, other, the other one gave me a headache, and, like, I was just sleepy, and I didn't like that. Oh, I don't know. I like that. Like that's what they call that. The, high. What like, do they call that <laughs> effect that happens with, like, some, see? It's medicinal. That happens with medicine. I got to think of what it's called. The neuro something effect. It happened to my son. So, like, he get, say he get, a um like, a shot that's, like, anesthesia. It's supposed to make you fall asleep mm-hmm. and make you calm. But when he get anesthesia, he flipped out. He get out of control. Okay. He running all around mm-hmm. crazy. Opposite, opposite effect. effect. Dang, what, anesthesia? So, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, anesthesia. People can have like a neuro, whatever. Yeah, I gotta Google this effect. I'm glad my so epidural did that. So, how do you feel like being a mother of a two-year-old son, as mm-hmm. far as him knowing your, smoke. yeah, knowing you smoke, <laughs> the face? I don't know. That's crazy. I'm hypo- I'm a hypocrite because does he know you smoke? I mean, he knows because yeah. he's so smart and intuitive. Mm-hmm. Like he is going. Like he knows. You know, like. I don't really know how. I think one time, I think I smoke a pen, and I think I w- he will be watching TV, and I will be this way, so I can, you know, mm-hmm. blow it behind me. That's that. And I think he turned around, and he saw, he was like, what's that smoke? <laughs> <laughs> what's that smoke? And he was like, you smoking? <laughs> like, what? I was like, what? He was like, you smoking? So I used to try to hide act like it wasn't happening. But then I'm like, that's crazy. Why would yes. I, you know what I'm saying? That is crazy. Yeah, so exactly. I said, it's medicine. I mm-hmm. said, it's just like mommy breathing treatment because he takes breathing treatment. So I say, it's my breathing treatment. It's the medicine for adults. Can I smoke it? Oh, <laughs> can I smoke a treatment? Not yet. No, it's for adults. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not old enough. This so for how this would is for grown ups. Feel like if he becomes a teenager and starts smoking, like would you take the approach of okay, let me educate you and you do it in here where I can make sure you're good. Don't do that and like explain to him the dangers. Or would you just be like, nah, wait till you grow. I'll probably ooh wow. Let's just Come say on. we're gonna keep that at twenty one and up. Yeah, so I would say you're not around me. You can't smoke around me with a card. Twenty one and up without <laughs> correct uh, legally, yes. but yes. I mean so. if we being real like 
we know kids gonna do stuff behind exactly. our back. And what that's just saying. like letting your kids drink in front of you. I was you. just I about to say that. this. So that's no. just like saying, that's... okay, so we know high schoolers drink, so yeah, no, let's just start drinking because it's still a respect room. thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You don't have the option. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Right thing. now, you're you're a child, so you don't even have the option to opt out of medicine. Oh, I don't want to take time. No, I'm a sp- you don't have the option. Right. <laughs> when you get old enough to make that decision and See, make that choice, then you can do that. But. Nah, we're not doing that. Right. We're not That's doing that. Saying. You don't have the option right now. See, that makes sense. I haven't thought about it. Well, hearing y'all's perspective as a mother's perspective, yeah. it do make sense. Like, because I always thought, like, a parent, if a child is, like she said, if a child is smoking, the parent should, if they're going to do it, do it with me. Do it at home. No, no. I still wouldn't feel comfortable smoking with my mom. No. Right. And she over over 21, and that's fine. I get it because I'm the same way with my elders. You know what I'm saying? It's certain, like, family members that I, like, won't still hide to smoke around because that's not what they do. Yeah, like your auntie. Yeah, your Mm -hmm. auntie. And, like, when I was just in D.C. at my cousin's house, we hiding in the back. She's like... (laughs) It smelled like marijuana. <laughs> we were outside like, from Uncle Avery and that we one were day. outside. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I was like, okay. So we had to just take a walk. You know, yeah. you respect people's boundaries. It, it, like, yeah. I don't want to push it off on anybody else. That's what I like to do. Don't judge me, and I'll respect your space. Exactly. So I can take a walk. See, I feel like... I don't know. Maybe this is the millennial me. I definitely, if I had the <laughs> option, I wouldn't want my child drinking or smoking or doing any of that. But I feel like if I was to find out if I, okay, if I tell you the first time this ain't nothing you need to be doing, and if they know I do it, I'm I'm the adult. I I'm gr- I'm old enough legally. You're not. But if I find out like this is something you're still doing, I feel like I would be the parent to be like, okay, sit down. I know you're gonna do this sometimes, whether I tell you not to. So let me let you know what's what out here because. You can get some lace. Let me show you I mean, what you somebody can tell look like. Them, but you, you can let, let them, them just know, sit there but and they ain't gonna be smoking. No, I'm not saying like he just. No, I'm not saying like your 16 year old. Like you be like, hey, roll up. Like I'm be like, Kari, roll up for me real quick. No, I'm not no. gonna do that. But I'm saying like, if I came, if his he was over with his friends and I came home and I smelled it, like instead of going off, like okay, I know they was doing it, but I, at least they were here and they were safe. Like, oh my, girl, see, I, I ain't even thinking that. always going to be at your house. Smoke? Drink, Hold smoke up. Drinking. I ain't even but thinking that far ahead. My son better not even <laughs> do nothing like that. Exactly. He better not even be smoking in the room. <laughs> Let, see, I would I would never uh-uh. want my, my thing is, is like, start, like thinking back to when I was a teenager, I just don't want my kids to ever feel like they have to hide anything. Okay, mm-hmm. that's different. And, and get themselves in but, but they still have to be respectful. Yes, so no, definitely. you gotta definitely. have from your mama, because I ain't about to yeah. just all willy-nilly in front of my mama, yeah. no. I'm no, I ain't saying he about to that. just be, we about to be talking about his report card, and he about to be you rolling like, up. Be my BFF, tell me everything, no. I'll tell you everything. No, it's still going to be a fine line. Like, maybe you could do that with your daddy. You could be his BFF. Right. And I take understand keeping no it real with kids. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To a certain extent. That's just me. I guess I'm the old school. Oh, I'm the old school uh, parent. So, what? let's talk about dating now. Like, oh, I'm man. sure, do you find, like, because I can say... I started off going to another dispensary oh. and I kind of stumbled on House of Dank. Like, okay, let me check this out. And I really had stereotyped House of Dank as as being equivalent to the takeovers of dollar stores. And you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. if, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's about to be a chain of the same type people oh. opening up the dispensaries. Because when okay. I came in there... 
that was the perception that I got. Mm-hmm. So it was like, because I was going to a a black-owned, <clears throat> women-owned uh, dispensary. So I, I liked the, that of it. So oh, okay. after going there, from when y'all started that small little window. That little building. Yes. On same place, but it has expanded. I have seen the growth and that all that they put in there to make it like a dope-ass dispensary. Yeah. And it's and like I tell people about it, I wish they could come in, but they can't. It's I like <laughs> I love the vibe in there. I love the girls. Like you said, everybody is friendly. And mm-hmm. even down to the security guys that come in the door, all yeah. of them are like those guys. Hold up, <laughs> let's talk about security. Yes, yes. like those guys like are official bodyguards. Like Ethos Pops, they like official bodyguards. You know what I'm saying? And it started because you know they even there because uh, Pops originally and his son Junior. And they who's was Pops? Like, Pops is like the older guy who got the big truck, the big F one fifty with all the tattoos. Yeah, they all been through the army. Mm-hmm. All those guys, like uh-huh. they train, they are like, like I know who you're talking killers. about killers, <laughs> and they they don't go. Like I love security. They go anywhere. They, that's like a whole bodyguard. Yeah, they're they're bodyguards. They don't even like to be. And they security. protect y'all. Like they the protect girls. us. Yeah, they take us to our cars when we hang out. Though, like at Truth, wherever, like we don't just go out to the club. You know, they come with us. Like pops and them are. Oh, Pops of them are like real body guys. And it's no like you what. can see, I saw that at, you know, from the first perception I got, because when mm-hmm. I first came in there, I thought like, oh, they hiring only a certain type of girls, only mm-hmm. this, this, that. And then I saw it grow yeah. and I saw the people and it was friendly. And I'm like, okay, the vibe is changing. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah. And in the beginning, I think that they probably had a certain idea about everything because they mm-hmm. had a strip club, you know? So yeah. I think they, and they, are in the, in the streets, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that they probably was like, we gonna get all this type of all the baddest girls, you know. We gonna mm-hmm. do it like this, have all the bad girls serving, but that's just unrealistic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's unrealistic, and people don't feel like they can connect to that. Like, mm-hmm. it's all type of real people coming <clears throat> in here. Yeah, this and, not a strip club, especially. And that's that. what I wanted. You know to what I'm say. saying? That is the most diverse people coming yes, into see? House of Dank. Yes. When I say. The man in the wheelchair mm-hmm. rolling up, the lady with on um, the black lady cussing you out on the corner to yeah. the white man I in the it. suit to mm-hmm. me yeah. to younger people to people. Oh, I shouldn't say plant because people at the plant, <laughs> like everybody yeah, comes through there. So mm-hmm. it's like I love that. So about everybody, House it's certain day. people. Yeah, the vibe is good, yep. and I think all the girls there get along. We, we get along, <laughs> but. We're close, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. even though now, it used to be like in the other <laughs> building, it used to just be like eight of us. Mm-hmm. That's it, circulating, working every day, eight of us. Now, then we went to having 50. Remember, we was training for the new mm-hmm. buildings. Now, we got like 12 girls. Okay. But we still keep like a close dynamic, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Everybody is in touch with everybody type of thing. And I think that helps with the environment, with the work environment, because mm-hmm. it's the times where we one of us beefing with one of us and we don't say nothing and at <laughs> work. When they say something, I'm t- I'm I'm even talking to you like she better not say nothing. <laughs> today. I'm not playing because you know what I'm saying. But you just gotta talk. We that is, so it's it's a good. So the girl, because I know it's hard working with women. So you are seeing it's a good vibe. Y'all have y'all days. And we like each other their space. Everybody yeah. like sisters. Yeah. That and you can feel that. So that's what's up. Give it space and yeah, get a space. So dating, <laughs> like the dudes that come through, are you like? I okay. met a guy in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she already met her boo. Look, look at that Two, smile. <laughs> no, I did. I did meet an old man in Secure there. Secure the back. <laughs> I met an old man in there. He taking me out of town to fight too. That's crazy. But um, everybody in there tries to talk to me. But you gotta just think like it's not really that. You know, it's mm-hmm. not really that. I'm flirting, I'm talking, but I'm making my money. Right. <laughs> like, this is totally not even what I'm going to do outside of here. Like, I'm it's talking. It's like the strip club. Yeah. It's not the it strip club. It literally it's the is. Same. It's the same thing. You right. got to talk about Shit each talking. different person. Right. Shit yes. talking, exactly. <laughs> Keep, you know, and yep. that's it. See you got to just make remember because God's going to come in there being so affectionate <laughs> and so nice. I done got so many edible arrangements in there, flowers, <laughs> damn, Christmas gifts, everything. But you can't fall for that because that ain't even what you, you know what I'm saying? It's not that. Mm-hmm. Take your, it's, you, this is your job. You got to have your They get attached. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. So the but two, you how did how did they bypass that, that wall? That, that thing. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> I don't even know what I was thinking. I probably, he was just so persistent, and I was just like, okay. And I had talked to uh, Levine, and she was like, go ahead, you know, like he's cute. I'm like, okay, whatever. That was that was. It was a good thing we dated, you know. But I have a kid. He have two kids, and I just didn't understand. Like, you got two kids, you know? He was a good. Uh, yeah, he was childish to me, you know. Mm-hmm. We went on dates. He had a boat and all this stuff, but okay, so what? Right. <laughs> what they got to do with me? So I cut that off. Then the next guy who's taking me out of town, <laughs> he's just older. He's like my literally my dad's age. He's Ooh. 41, you know. Mm-hmm. His kids are my age. His daughters have graduated college. His daughter is older than me. Wow. You know what so I'm saying? <laughs> Girl, we can't judge but it. Yeah. I like older And I too. told my dad, my if y'all knew my dad, my, I'm going to show you on my daddy Instagram. He was like, because I was telling him, I was like, yeah, he offered me to go out of town. He was like, you ain't going out of town with this man. Mm-hmm. You just met him a couple weeks ago. I'm like, no, daddy, I'm going to go. And <laughs> so he how do like, you feel about the age difference? He guessed it. I just was telling him everything about the guy. He was like, what is he, my age or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what do you say? Wait, when- so you going to go by yourself? You're not going to take, like, a friend or nothing? He tried you? to make the guy, he tried to take me, I'm have scared. me take my best friend. I said, no, I'm I a grown you woman. You going to go by yourself Yes, look, I'm scared. I sure am. I'm, I'm go- there. What's the, I mean, look, I, See, that's, and I, I'm I can glad feel y'all the guy. That. Look, that's how we I could feel the, you know, I'm not an idiot out here. I'm not oblivious. You know what I'm saying? I I know when I feel safe, when I feel secure, I got, I'm a good judge of character. Okay. I can okay, say that. Good. I'm a good judge of character. Make sure you take some messages. Like, I don't need look, no friends. I don't need nobody with me. He, I was like, what you talking about? That's offensive. I'm grown. What you mean? Okay, I want to bring my friend. He's like, you need to, you sure? I'm like, what? What you go try to, what you trying to do? You making me unsure. <laughs> right. I was right. sure. Right. What you right. Right. So when we going? Like, what, <laughs> my best friend, like, you sure you want me to come? No. I mean, because I've taken trips out of time. Mm-hmm. Guys. You know, always want to take me somewhere. (laughs) They be trying to flew you out. (laughs) I've taken my best friend plenty of Mm -hmm. places. You know what I'm saying? Just because I'm like, oh, somebody hit me up. Like, I post a picture. He like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Best friend, you want to go to Miami? Because I'm not, I don't know him. You know, I I, I can feel that. I've been flewed out. You know, but this guy. And I'm not flinging with this man. You know, this a grown man. And I'm. 
really a grown lady. <laughs> so these millennials. I'm taking him. I, this is something I'm serious about. You know, I'm, I'm going to date this guy. I'm not flinging okay. with this guy. Mm-hmm. So my best friend ain't got nothing to do with it. If okay. I'm flinging with him, I know he's going to take me here. We're going to go to the club. That's probably going to be the end of that. Of course, I'm going to take my best friend out. Come eat. Come. Mm-hmm. Let's go out for free. Uh-huh. But it, it's not that. <laughs> like, okay. I'm going by myself. Yeah. Like, this is grown up stuff. Yeah. Like, like going no. out of town. See, I'm still scary. I'd be like, Alex, put your location on. <laughs> I need to know everywhere y'all are going. Oh, definitely. definitely still can do that. Like I'm, I'm the, I'm the scary. Even though I'm a, I think I'm the, no Allison older than me. I'm the scary when I be like <laughs> my friends like, nah sis, I'm not cool because you know they be out here sex trafficking. What if they? Oh my god, I'm she the, is I'm the scary always one. concerned about the worst case scenario yes. ever. Yes. No, that you and cannot it, live like that. Thank you. That's what I say. No, I don't. But it's yes, just like do. in no in situations like that, like where I feel like I don't. Well. I think the vibe that I'm getting from her is that this isn't a guy that's she, she just him. yeah she yeah. feel comfortable with him so with that I would still call my cousin and let her know what yeah. I'm doing so we send yeah. each other locations yeah. where we always yeah. Yeah. right not like that exactly no yeah like that I, just, group chat. Like, I don't trust people, people that I don't <laughs> right, know my daddy right. know where I'm at right. I'm good. okay see yep, you good. So I'm going see that's on the thing I, when it comes to people I don't know then that's when my when my paranoia kick in I be like and everybody and while when I'm talking on the phone with him my little sister was laying on my floor she whispered sex trafficking uh, Ooh, that's I me said, girl she like he could be that's sex me. trafficking you <laughs> but this a real man though y'all come on this is a god fearing man I, I got a good do you feel like you can date a man who don't smoke yes do you do my son that he didn't used to smoke he used to do other things but you don't have to smoke because this is what i'm doing this don't even got nothing to do with you right what about this- you ma like could you date or like, what if Mike didn't smoke or drink? Well, do you think that would be... You what know, if he it, had a problem with you it, doing it? That'd be the no, problem right yeah, there. Yeah, that'd be the problem. problem. But if he didn't smoke, no, I wouldn't care. But if he didn't drink, like, <laughs> oh, my God. No, that do seem boring. Like, we can't have a good my night girl, where we... Yeah. But we just drink and talk. And my girlfriend just told me that she date a guy who don't drink. And this mofo he be lame. at the club every week. So what do you be oh, doing? Man. The water? Creeping. That's what he been. No, he had to work at him like that. don't even Make no sense. I don't sex trafficking. Literally. Like, because what is he doing at the bar? Are you talking about sex trafficking? Girl, because why you at the club if you're not drinking, if you're not turning up? It's still an atmosphere. It's still like a vibe. So I said, when you go out, do you, do you, do you uh, order? She was like, I said, do he say something? He'll be like, for breakfast. So you, so you got a drink at breakfast too? She'd be like, yeah. I was like, see that well, part right there. Him. Yeah, he's not. He being a like, so you got to drink to Because why, oh, why are you worried about, about it, girl? Sorry, Because why are you worried about it? And you gonna pay for it? Now what? Exactly. And that'll be her attitude. And I want another one. So just think, <laughs> he like you gonna drink to every noun? Because, <laughs> because doing what I do, like come, like I do events and host uh, different type of events where people drink. So you okay. see people come in. With a whole, like, you see people who drunk and who not drunk. How you always going to see me intoxicated? You gonna be yeah, you're going to be like, this girl, she needs really? to chill. So I need you to have at least one drink or something. Yeah. That would be, but not, you don't have to smoke. I don't, mm-hmm. that's to Not that you some. said that, yeah, I would need some. I can't not can't be able to no turn up with you. That's why face. people get cheated on. Like, who's right. <laughs> Because who I'm going to turn Because now, because what if I, right. if I got to always truth. turn up with that somebody else, what if we turn up a little bit too much? But sometimes, <laughs> though, like sometimes, like I hear what y'all saying, but like the relationship I was in before this, like my son and dad, we was together for a long time, but like 
we didn't live that life together. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't, like, go out together. Like, he never would see me drinking. I would never see him drinking. Like, if that's what he did, that's what he did on his own time. And that's what I did on but my own time. But is that what y'all you know? did as people? Like, don't... Yeah, like, he's he drunk. He used to drink and drink lean, you know, all of that. So, he... But we never went out together or we never, like... We lived together, too, before. But we never, like... Was when sitting out, out drinking y'all or sitting down drinking on the couch. Yeah, Why that was so young. Look, we me did, and my husband do that all the time. We didn't even expose that side of ourselves to really? each other. That's wow. weird. Really? Like that not, at, weird. at all. Like how we were just so we, out of touch. We gotta I ask think we you, was how old touch are you, Janelle? I'm so mind. young. I'm only 23. Really? See, this is I'm 23, but like I just hopped out there. So do you feel like because you all couldn't do like turn up activities with each other, were you ultimately? Do you think you were ultimately comfortable with him? Like, I, I think I'm very comfortable okay. with him, but I think that he was like, like a young Ike or something, Ooh, okay. like not like beating, no, but just controlling, controlling, okay. or like he had a certain image of you, yeah, and you didn't want to take that image. Mm. It was like Ooh, he was like, I think it's that, like I how think, dudes be like, okay, or is it opposite of that, where it's like, why you gotta mm. look like this and go here? And, he knew I was. Prissy, you know, he knew I expected a lot, I think. But he was young, he had so much money. Oh, like, okay. I met him when I was like, I mean, we he only 25, 24. But, like, we was young in high school. But I was in high school, I was smart, I was in school, I was in college. I was, you know, so my daddy <clears throat> let me do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Because I was smart. Mm-hmm. And I always went to church. And I always brought my friends to church. And that's all I didn't care about, really. So I did whatever I wanted to do. And I was literally out, just out, you know, meeting all types of guys. <laughs> and he and that's was, how you met him. And that's how I met him. And he, like, he went to Chandler Park. He was a good guy. But he had so much money. And he just, that was Ooh, the tool. So you got caught up in, did you get caught up money. in money or him? He was just like, you know, at that time, Future was out. Everybody was always playing Future, and he was like a Future type of guy. Okay, he okay. went out. He was drinking weed. <laughs> he had money. He was buying me everything. He was buying me hair. He was buying me everything. You know, like everything. He was infatuated, but not necessarily. He was lifestyle. like, yeah, he yeah. just had like a little lifestyle to him. But he had never he had died if I went out to the club and tried because to meet a guy. Right. To, so that's you know, the part, right. So he would just die if I went out. He would die if I stayed out. It was 12 o'clock. He would have a heart attack. Okay. Because okay. he already knew that's not even what I did. So right. now he know, like, what are you doing? I guess. I don't know. Well, mm. glad you moved. Look, if you moved on, glad Wait, you moved can, on. Can I ask one more question before we close out? One more question. What's the yeah. number one thing on y'all weed etiquette list? Mine would be um, don't hold the blood too long. <laughs> Stop fat mouth Share. the blood. Yes, like, don't hold it too long. <laughs> Number one on your... How about don't take it with you because it's a little bit left <laughs> and it don't belong to you and you in my car. <laughs> right. That's your friend. That's not That was not my friend. My that, was, that was your Auntie Danny friend. I'm calling her out. <laughs> I still talk about her friend to this day and if she listens to the podcast, she know who you are. <laughs> Learn your lesson and don't do that again. And oh. I, But I let her do it though. What? You I was trying just, to be nice. I said, you know what? If it's that serious, go ahead. Exactly. The whole you never want to be that girl. The end of it, like, oh no, oh, I'm finished. <laughs> really? <laughs> and you gonna take it? Go ahead, Mary. Ooh. <laughs> um, don't bring no swishers. 
No, that's, that's petty. Ghetto. That's that petty. Ghetto. Yeah. That no, ghetto. listen. So Brandon don't smoke that much. So like he will sometimes. <laughs> I smoke more than him. So I'm like, go get something so I can, you know, with roll up with. This man came back with some swishers. We almost Ooh. broke up. I'm <laughs> sick. <that's laughs> I almost had to dump him. Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> he said that it is to break up. Really? Because you gotta find some scissors. You gotta clean it off. See, I don't know. I can no. I can do all that, but it's just swishers in general. I mean, like you might as well had a broad cigarette. With I mean, listen, I show papers, but it's nothing wrong with swishers. That's petty. What's your etiquette, Janelle? <laughs> I think mine would be like, don't bring Reggie to the session. I'm sorry. Ooh, like still people settle? still buying like. Don't bring Gorilla Glue to my session. <laughs> Period. <laughs> don't bring Gorilla Glue to the session. Don't even spark up with me if you got some glue, some Gorilla Glue or you, <laughs> some OG Kush. Like, stop. Uh, <laughs> grow up out that? here. You grow like, up out grow here. Up. <laughs> I hate that. Don't bring Gorilla Glue now to the know. session. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Allison. Uh, it's just little petty things, but I guess my uh, thing that bothers me the most is if we're in a rotation and uh, the blunt eyes, we start the blunt off. I start off like this, and then it get back to me, and it's like this. Well, I'm just really about three people. Say if it's only like three people, if it talk? come back, yes, and we all say, did it come back like this? Like I should have just smoked my own blunt. Right. Like, that's, that's, that's and two, to add on to that, when it's the end, if I'm the one who's sparking mm-hmm. and it's getting short, I don't care what a blunt is in rotation, pass it back. <laughs> that's respect. Like, that if you spark up in here and we smoke and I get it and I see it's like this, I'm Cutting everybody else mm-hmm. off. Like this here, what you, and let you. <laughs> this pass you. It off. So who you right. want to okay. give it to to do your last? You know who are you to just keep smoke right. this? What? I feel so like everybody should come with, with one too. Quit yeah. telling stories with one. Right. right, this ain't the time. Two, <laughs> two, you are so upset. Like, <laughs> quit telling stories. <laughs> 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 what? Jake, you be And that's why it's little. You be ghetto with the hat. That's why it's small. So, y'all, I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode of Dope Girls Detroit, talking with Janelle from House yeah, Today. Yeah, Check out you. House Today. And there what? Two new locations? Yeah, it's one of, well, Living Noise is not open, but 4th Street is open. Yep, yep, check them out. The girls in there are friendly. I can attest to that myself. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And mm-hmm. so with that being said, we're going to tell Janelle to let you know how to follow her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And before you leave... Uh, just tell us what makes you dope, Janelle. What about you makes you dope? Well, okay. I guess what makes me dope, let's see. Hmm. I just, you know, I'm like hard body. That's what my daddy, everybody call me hard body. So, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm going to church, I'm praying, and I'm getting through everything, regardless. I'm I'm making it out here. (laughs) Every day. (laughs) That's what makes you dope. Okay, so with that being said, everybody have a good week. And thank you for listening to the Dope Girls podcast. Make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, Mm -hmm. and be sure (laughs) to come check us out at the DATL Studios for Small Business Saturday. We will be hosting a unique style pop-up and doing an episode of the Dope Girls podcast. So make sure you check us out. And we will see you soon. Stay dope. Bye. 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 Back. Why? We're back. We're going to call this part two to (laughs) the weed session because this will happen when your guests bring edibles. And we thought we ran out of time. But hey, y'all, we got 15 more minutes. (laughs)
So we're back, and Janelle' headphones are working, so she's having a whole new experience. Hey, I cannot believe this. Right. Okay, Janelle, tell us what you brought us. Okay, so yes. let's see. I made half of it. That okay. bag is loud. Oh, oh that's me. <laughs> Go ahead, Janelle. Sorry, we out of control. So it's just like cocoa puffs and marshmallows. That was strong. It was like I made a brick of it, maybe like about the size of like. Uh, slice of pound cake mm-hmm. and that slice was like 300 milligrams and then what? I only just cut it like so that and put even it in the small bags. pieces got hella THC yeah. <laughs> and, those, like and that Chex Mix I made and I'm gonna say I'm okay. not I when I usually take edibles it usually take me like an hour maybe two hours to fill it but I took Ooh. one of these. No, really, I don't know. Maybe it's my. I heard it had to do with your metabolism. Yeah, yeah, you metabolize slow. And um, but I took one of these during our first park the podcast and i already feel it and that's the cbd oil oh yeah so the cbd ones actually i got those from house of dang and it's called like sour gems and those are strong though like one little sour patch is like 20 milligrams honestly my first time taking cbd so and you just feel calm right it's a common experience like Oh, wow. <laughs> so you gotta take at least like 20 to 50 milligrams of CBD a day you don't have to but you should you'll be okay. so much more calm like things okay so how does that work with the edibles cause I know certain edibles I love what's the ones we like Detroit Detroit Growers those are my favorite but it's like now when I take other edibles like I had a different one and it was 25 milligrams and I feel like well you built up a tolerance now cause Detroit Growers is two pieces of 50 right it's that one you piece. Got one, I get the, the nerve. Okay. I can. Some that lasts me about a week. Like I can take a bite every day to mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, and I'll be good. Okay. So like those purple ones. Try those purple ones. Okay. One of those is twenty. You make it do twenty five. Of I tried twenty five, and it felt like it didn't do anything. It just depends on the, but it depends on like the quality of the distillate. So basically, it just depends on the brand that you get. To be okay. honest, okay. because some people like some it like <laughs> is forty five milligrams and all of this crazy stuff, but the distillate is whack. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not really strong. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. What like that word? Know. Me too. I'm just a new so word. and that, and a lot of people are afraid of edibles because they always say, "Oh, I don't know how much I'm getting." And now that it's being regulated, you know how much you're getting because it's stated on the package. So you can take in doses. And so my thing to people would be, if you're gonna try an edible. Start with the lowest dose, and if mm-hmm. it doesn't hit you, you can always go up. I would say start with 10. Like, the lowest is, like, 5, you know, something. Mm-hmm. But start with 10 at least. And give it how long? Quality. Right. One, like, <laughs> right. of, like, cushy punch, you know, like, try one of those. And then if you feel, give it, like, 30 minutes to 45 minutes on that. And if you don't feel something, else, you can take another one. And now you can properly dose yourself because yes. clearly, you know, you can like, okay, this is too much for me, mm-hmm. or this is good. I could do twenty milligrams. Yeah. you know. And you time. can't be like a person who doesn't take edibles and take the whole thing. Like <laughs> oh, I've no. seen yeah. people do that. Like yes. no, why? You didn't be wondering why, why they're ready to jump off a bridge, right? No, really. And like edibles do this to me. Of course, you took a hundred milligrams. <laughs> or you take something that's homemade. Like be professional. Yes. So you can dose yourself. People don't know what they're doing. Come on. Now, even right. me, I'm estimating out. <laughs> <laughs> even me, I also wanted to get in um, on weed culture. Do you like what's weed culture to you, and do you feel like it's changed since the legalization? And yes, Morocco? I I feel I definitely feel that way because I'm more comfortable in sharing that I'm a smoker, whereas 
before I w- um you could say a closet smoker I just smoke with people I knew and mm-hmm. people that I trust I don't just smoke you won't see me out and about like smoke. smoking I don't do that that's just not what I do but now the culture is more accepting like I am uh a part of am I norm Michigan normal am I normal okay. and just the whole diverse age group of the people I'm like the youngest one that show up at meetings. It's like all these older people and they're like advocates out there on the front lines and doing what they have to do. So it's like, okay, these people smoke weed. Like it's a whole culture of people. Like we said, not just people you see hanging out, like what we call drug dealers or right. people who are addicted. You know it's a whole culture and coming into house of dank. I see that culture It's in business. It's in the profession business professionals. Mm-hmm. So, like, now most companies don't even drug test anymore. What's the point? Because weed is a culture. That's what people do. So yeah. A lot of places need to get to that point, too. Also, mm-hmm. like, that is crazy. You rather somebody have opioids in their system? Like, exactly. joking. You know what's crazy? You know what I'm saying? It's people out here who really are, like, popping pills and getting jobs at the hospital. But, like, an honest mm. person who just smoking weed to deal with their anxiety or their depression, like, they're going to fail their drug test and they can't work at, at the hospital. Wow. You know what's what that's I find crazy? Wow. Like companies, like <laughs> even the place I work for, they have a whole little box outside of the building for people who want to smoke cigarettes. When it's known, the 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 side effects of cigarettes and nicotine are known. Like we know what they do to people, but it's still okay. But when it comes to weed, and if that's gonna help me focus and get my work done up mm-hmm. in up in this building, <laughs> but, see, but it's like, so you okay with them smoking nicotine? Like out here, like what people calling these cancer sticks and all of that, and that goes back to her saying how the culture has changed, though. Cause mm-hmm. I'll light up anywhere. I don't care. Like if it's yeah. in my car, mm-hmm. outside walking, I don't care. So yeah, I just feel like the culture has people be lighting up at work. I know yeah. people who go smoke their pens in the bathroom yes. or go That's why I don't smoke and drive no. and don't drink and drive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, do That's not smoke I. and drive. That is so <laughs> <awful>. smoke safely. <laughs> but then I also drink feel like weed has become because. I feel like it was so part of the culture, and then it became so corporate now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it, it was really criminalized, and I feel like it's becoming way more decriminalized. Yes, because the white man profiting off of it. Yes, <laughs> um, and, and and this is our way. Like they are profiting of it; they profit off of everything. But this is our time to move in and mm-hmm. develop our, and we start to profit off of it. Like you know, establish our own businesses but it's like how us. can we do that when they determine when it's legal and or where it's legal and where it's not legal and who like that's a, t- like that's that. a podcast that's a for a different day topic. <laughs> yeah. i yeah. think we have the topic. right to get involved vote. if you yes, care get, get involved, involved. Mm-hmm. yep and that's one of the reasons that i got involved that i uh that i i'm, I'm not an official member of in my normal because i want to fit with the right group but i want to be a face that's not the norm of mm-hmm. a weed smoker like a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, like I've been a stay-at-home mom. I've been corporate HR to now doing what I do, events and uh, dope girls, and looking to get into the medical marijuana business mm-hmm. by obtaining my event organizer's license and throwing the dopest events that you guys can come to <laughs> and smoke <laughs> and exactly. sell. So check us out, Chic Events. But I just want to kill the stereotype of weed and what it looks like and how people look or frown their face 
in the stereotype. See, I guess yeah. I'm so. I guess like me, I'm 23. Mm-hmm. Y'all I don't have really that. know. I don't really know what's so bad about weed. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I guess because like oh like my dad and them like okay they understand like oh weed is changing like this is crazy and I'm just like what like I never really remember when. Like, you couldn't smoke, or if you smoked, you were frowned upon. Like, everybody was getting high. And I think like, that's I don't really the millennial. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, what was And I was so young, bad? smoking was cool. Like, yeah, like, you nobody smoking, ever... You was like, what? Yeah, nobody ever frowned up, like... I mean, like, in my house, like, my mama would never smoke a blunt while mm-hmm. we, like, walking around the house, yeah. you know? But I'm pretty sure I know mama. I have went through her purse and seen some weed in there, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I could see... <laughs> Like or my smell it coming from the basement vent. Sure. Yes, oh, I can especially my... during Thanksgiving exactly. in a laundry she room. Swore we didn't know. <laughs> like they just randomly go in the middle of a part in the middle of a card game to the basement in the laundry room, and y'all stay they... out of grown folks' business. No ass kids. <laughs> we smelled it, ma'am. <laughs> but like you said, that's I think that's really with the millennials. Yeah. I know with my well, okay with my parents I now at this age I'm going to I'll be high in their face I don't care <laughs> but I would feel more comfortable being high in your face my aunt's face than to be in my dad's face because he gonna call me up oh you smoking this at city your weed? daddy house <laughs> I smoke I'm taking a long walk down the yes. street because he'll be like mm-hmm. what you it smell like sick weed yeah. you know yeah, right <laughs> but and that's and not to say that he'll be mad but he'll right. just call you out yeah, yeah. that's yeah. like my that's daddy the, too okay he so, know like he only forty one <laughs> but he knows like. Like, he know I smoke. Mm-hmm. And instead of him saying, you know, I don't know, he'll be like, oh, look at Janelle over there. She must be high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Something okay. like that. That's he'll be like, like, look at you over there too. feeling good. Feeling like, good. if he knows, <laughs> but, yeah, but See, I feel like I can, I can hide. No, not in front of Mike. He is. But but like, I unless I start laughing, if I start laughing, it's over. But other than that, I feel like I can hide when I'm Like, both of y'all come through the house with extra smelly smells last night. Girl, mm-hmm. bye. All can I breathe? Can, we, can I tell you the truth? I know when you know it. Because you, you and Mike, y'all will look me in the eye. No, nope, that's like, the paranoia. Oh, that's but the, that's the no, THC. That's the THC. That is literally the psycho. That's the paranoia. Okay. I feel like that. I'm like, everybody's staring at me right now. I'm high. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm just high. And I'm nobody and looking. I, and I'm okay. be smiling. So she calling me out from last night. Because I did. I went over her house last night. And I was blow. But I covered it up for no. Riley. Because I knew I was going to be in Riley face. Mm-hmm. Like, me and her had already talked about organizing her binder. So I knew I was going to be at her. And she been said, Alex really helped me, Mommy, with my binder. Yes, <laughs> I knew I was going to do that. And that's the reason I covered up, because I didn't want her smelling it. Mm-hmm. I don't care about y'all. Jesus, I was sneezing. <laughs> and I she can't smell like the same thing. I'm like, so is that what you used to cover it up? You used to use that dough. I'm confused. So wait, back to your question about the, the, the culture of it changing. Um... I feel like it definitely has changed a lot, but I feel like the last the last step to it changing completely to be more acceptable is like all these people that's locked up for petty weed charges being let out, and I and I, I feel bad because the law has changed. Like if I'm just smoking all willy nilly, like that it has changed, and these people sitting here with their lives ruined. No, but you know what? They are expunging records for those who have those minor those weed charges. Through is that the MRA or Mertma, yeah, however Lara, you want to say it, yeah. Lara? Yes, they are expunging records for all the individuals who have been locked up for those smaller like weed charges. So mm-hmm. check into that, check with your municipalities, check with the Lara website, and you can get information to have that cleared from your record. And if you're looking to get into the weed business, you can check out the uh, social equity program, which allows 
25% reduction in the fees if you live in one of the municipalities that's been affected. And if you've been a caregiver, and it's one, it's another thing I forget, mm -hmm. but you can get up to like 50% off of a license, which costs $6,000 mm. to even apply for, and that's non refundable. So if you're looking to get into the business, give me a call. I'm giving out, you know, information. We can handle that, or you can check into it on Lara.com. Uh, okay. And I also feel like part of changing the culture is. Is seeing, <laughs> seeing more women in the mm -hmm. cannabis industry and see more why it's important to see shout women out to houses in smoke mm -hmm. weed more because I feel like it was more professionals. Yeah, I feel like it was more so like a male dominated. Like growing up, I always seen like rappers or Drake. Not even Drake. No, Drake is now sixty percent owner of a cannabis business. Yeah. He just but that's I'm just saying. Like growing up, I seen <laughs> mostly men smoking weed on television mm -hmm. or just seeing that. But now I feel like even growing up, even seeing you knowing that my mom smoked and that I I know, but Fuck. it. It made me feel more comfortable. I just feel like we need to see what it's important to see women in the cannabis industry. See, I don't know days. if I, I don't even know if I think that's important. You know, seeing women. I mean, I think it's important because to see you women, haven't but felt the struggle. I don't really. You haven't felt the stigma of like, and plus, I don't know because I'm still uncomfortable. Like it. if my little sister was to be smoking weed right now, I probably would like slap her you know yeah. would like, you do the same if she was drinking right now yes so I that's that's not her. being that's an not adult good. i know that's so, what i'm and, saying and and <laughs> but that's okay we're saying after you're that 21 year okay, and older yeah, we okay. exclude okay. being underage and we want to get that clear i do not yeah. support underage drinking and or smoking that's Period. just not what i do mm -hmm. i not if it's in my house no I'm beating your ass and you getting out of my house. I don't play that. So, nah. So, <laughs> so don't. Girls Detroit does not support that. So, moving on. I was just, I just feel like it was a, like, it was looked down upon, especially in, like, before the millennial, before our age, it was just yeah. looked down upon on women smoking weed because women was supposed to keep it together. Exactly. Not, because they related smoking weed to, like, drinking and partying. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And, like, it never was, it never was like, medicinal. Outside of your body. So I think it's, it's ignorance also. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a less where a lot of it comes from. Yes. It's being ignorant. Cause if you, don't smoke. Yeah, because if you <laughs> go out here and you just literally educate yourself, then you will be making a fool of yourself. Mm -hmm. Talking about you smoking weed, you acting crazy. Like my son, grandma, she think his, my son, daddy smoke weed. That's why he flips out. I'm like, he drink lean, lady. It's not, <laughs> the, it's not the weed. She like, he, you, you know, when you smoke weed, you a totally different person. You get to acting out. You swerving in traffic. You angry. I'm thinking to myself, that's like, a drunk. That's, yes. you don't under, like. That is alcohol. But that's just, just how ignorant that. that people Mrs. are. Mrs. Son, Grandma. And, and that's <laughs> the age. <laughs> and that's the age group. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you need to just educate yourself. When you educate yourself, then that's it. But like, my great grandma, she would never. She would just exactly. be like, whatever, y'all smoking weed, whatever. I that's. would never have one of our, my grandma smoking yeah. like weed. Yeah, like, my grandma, oh, my though, grandma don't care. My grandma, G, don't care. Mama, right. Both of my grandmas, hey, <laughs> my granny, she said. Right, cause that, and that's true. Like, I my granny don't care. Knowing my mother smoked weed, she used to go out on the porch. Really? Just blowing. Mm -hmm. I, she was smoking weed. I, was I in don't the bed put her seat. life out here. She, no, grandma, okay. She loved it. Yeah, she gets some <laughs> she of the stuff. I was in the bed. She was laying. I was in the bed asleep. She was, I woke up and she was smoking a joint. I said, Grandma, what's that? She said, Medicine. Go back to sleep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was like seven. And you I know what? Flabbergasted. When I was younger, I kind of 
felt a certain type of way, and mm-hmm. I don't even know why. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? But I knew that's what she did. Her and her friend down the street mm-hmm. every night, like on the porch. And I used to just be like, oh, wow. that's what. That's how I told you. That we, was me. Right. My first experience. <laughs> well, one of my first experiences was her friend used to sell it, and we pitched out about 30 bags, went to Bella, and was like, hey, Y'all want to get beat up. <laughs> See, I think... That was my crazy experience. I think so. I did have a bit of a stigma because my daddy used to smoke so much, but he he was the type of person, I feel like he can't function if he's not high. Mm. And I didn't like that. That's where, like, my... Oh, okay. Like, That's initially, when I was a teenager, like, when I, so when I saw other dudes or people who used to smoke weed, and I used to be like... But it was because... He was my, like, kind of first example of, like, it going wrong. Because yeah. the Negro can't function if he ain't smoking But then or again, drinking. that could be, but then to piggyback off of that and just look. That could be, like, a, a, a mental, you know, a mental issue that you really need to deal with. He right. might have anxiety and he might cannot focus if he mm-hmm. don't smoke. That's me. You know what I'm saying? I'm retarded. literally off the chain. Like, <laughs> but, see, don't don't say that. but then that comes, like, don't people don't that. do, pe- people are not, like, knowledgeable retarded. on mental That's illness. His- you know what I'm saying? And yeah. we sometimes you don't might not okay. acknowledge the fact that you have a mental illness, but when you a smoke, you know you feel better. That's because you need. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got some issues right. you need to address, and that weed is. He definitely you. got some issues he need to address. Oh, see, okay. that's something yeah, so else. Don't call him <laughs> retarded for that. He has right. to address, address it. She got daddy figure issues. Figure it out on himself. Uh-huh. We all got daddy issues. Oh. But I got mommy issues. We can't judge the next person. Man, we're gonna have a session. We call daddy issues. I wish he was here for me to judge him to my face. Daddy issues next yeah. episode. Daddy, you might have to step out the room. Count me out of that one. Count me out of the daddy issues. We're going to need some brown liquor for that conversation. Oh, no, that's going to make you turn up. <laughs> no, actually, surprisingly, it's the opposite way. Light liquor makes me like, did you butt me? <laughs> you got that neuro really? did you, did you step on, on my everything. new white shoe <laughs> yeah like did you just step on my air force ones me while I got on Timberlands like girl what that's why so, I need brown so okay y'all so this time for real for, for real, real. Uh, <laughs> this is the end of the podcast and this was very time. fun we had a good time yes. and we hope you all had a good time and don't forget to shop small with chic events at the DATL studios where we will be having a live recording of po- podcast talking about entrepreneurs and yeah november 30th from 12 to 4 p.m and janelle forgot to give her forgot to give y'all her instagram Mm. because we will be following you (laughs) we'll stalking you you go more people showing up at the house house of dank like can i see janelle i know i'm jay in house of dank ask for me as jay in house of dank but you can follow me on instagram at hey meek underscore or snap at hey.meek. Okay. Okay. And, <laughs> and House of Dank X with Jay. <laughs> and Alex, tell everybody where to follow you. Um, at Alex Monet, triple X on Instagram, and iMacNoBook underscore on Twitter. Okay, and I am at Vince Detroit, uh, at the Chill Spot on uh, Instagram and Shiki Twitter. under dash Detroit. Oh, that part. See, she's so... <laughs> and follow Dope Girls Detroit. Right. I am super, underscore. Super Milk 2 underscores on underscore. Instagram and Twitter. Too bad. Don't follow me on Twitter. I, I heard that plan. You the super... <laughs> I yeah, she is. She out of control. She yeah, gonna be on the shade room. I've been playing. I've been playing y'all podcasts ever since. And yes. I'm like Superman. First of all, she's a troll. <laughs> Don't okay. put my business on the shade. But I am a pro, a troll part time. I all enjoy it. Like that's all she do all day. Did y'all see my tweet? Invasion tweet. 
so okay, Allison. and follow me, Allison, at D.A.L.L.I.O. on Twitter and Instagram. And if you are interested in being a guest on the podcast and you have a unique style and you're dope, so please contact any one of us or check out the yes. Dope Girls uh, Instagram, leave a DM. And if you have any comments or any topics, do the same, and we will check you out next time. Stay dope. And that's mm-hmm. Dope Girls Detroit underscore. Yes. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.